This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome back to the Giant Up Podcast, people. Another day, another disappointing Sunday that we have ahead of us. Ah, what can we say, people? What can we say? Go follow my socials if you haven't already. At Giant Up on Twitter, at Giant Up on TikTok, and at Joe Cargiulia on Instagram. But man, just another really tough day for the G-Men. It's always darkest before the dawn is what my good friend Scott said from from the Blue Zone, who I did the podcast with last week. And, you know, right now we have to think about something like that more than anything. In times like this, when times are as dark as they are right now, what can we say, people? What can we say? What can we do? What is what is wrong? What can we do differently? That's what That's what we're asking ourselves right now. But, you know. We got to somehow find the light and keep fighting. We got to keep fighting. We just lost three games to three teams I thought we could beat. So two of those games on game-winning field goals. Not the best way you want to lose. The offense, where were you? The defense actually played pretty well up until that fourth quarter, but how long do you want to hold the team for? How long? Do you want to hold a team for? I mean, such brutal calls in the red zone today, mistakes, shooting ourselves in the foot, penalty after penalty. If you're going to go and say that you're a good coach, Joe Judge, and you're going to go off on how disciplined everything is, his practices are harder, this, that, and the other thing, you better not get that many penalties in a game. Because I'll tell you what, that's on poor coaching. That's what you blame penalties on. When there's that many you blame that strictly on poor coaching. Uh, on Eli Day? On Eli Day. We're going to lose the day we hang Eli Manning's jersey up in the rafters. We're putting that number in MetLife. No one will ever wear number 10 again. And we lose? Where is our pride? Where is our heart? Where is this football team that Joe Judge told all of us we'd be proud? Everyone in the area is going to be proud of this team. We're going to play blue-collar football. Where is that team? Where's the team? Jason Garrett, goodbye. Gave you the clean slate award at the beginning of the year. Officially has been taken from you. Goodbye, Jason Garrett. You gotta fire him now. If not now, when? I don't want to see that man in MetLife on another Sunday calling plays. I don't want to see it. I don't think anyone does. The injuries piled up right away, too. Man, was that deflating right out the gate. Blake Martinez, bye. Sterling Shepard, bye. Darius Slayton. See you later. Where do we look from here? Hopefully none of those injuries were serious, but on a day where Saquon found the end zone again. I mean, what 
do you want us to do? What are these? Why are we getting torched at the end of games? Why are we letting up after we go up seven? We lose just easily. We lost so fast. When they had that two-minute drill, oops, Corderell Patterson by 30 yards. Oops, Kyle Pitts, 25 yards, and now we're going to win easily. Like, just the easiest, easiest drive at the end of that game. Man. Let's start off with let's let's go to the Twitter. Let's go to the Twitter questions here to start off because I don't want to talk about anything that someone might have asked. So let's see what we have on the Twitter here. Before every before every podcast I usually record, I'll drop a tweet. So make sure you got that notification bell smashed. So when you see that tweet, you can fire something in and I'll bring it up in the podcast and you will also get shout out. Uh so let's see. We got Danny Bags. Let's start with Danny Bags. Danny Bags, we love you. Said Jason Garrett should be fired. Uh, yeah. I kind of just went off about Jason Garrett, didn't we? That man shouldn't should be fired. And there's really no excuses. He cannot coach outside of the division. He only knows how to call good plays, kind of, against like the football team, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Those are, will be his best games because he's been coaching against them for eh, 15,000 years. Uh, I don't know, 30,000 years he's been coaching in this division. So I would hope you know how to coach against those teams. But outside of the division, good luck. Good luck. The Broncos, clueless. Falcons, no idea. No idea. That's probably what he's saying as the week's going on. I go, Jason, what's the plan, pal? He goes, Absolutely no idea what we're going to do this week. We're going to wing it. Who'd we draft in the first round again? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see if we can squeeze him in. Oh, two of our starting receivers go down and we still barely throw to Kadarius Tony. That makes a lot of sense. That makes me happy. I'm glad that we used our first round pick on Kadarius Tony because Jason Garrett doesn't know. Can someone remind him? I actually genuinely believe he doesn't know who he is. I think he might have thought that we... When we traded back, we traded back into the second round and Aziz Ajilari was the first pick we took this year. So it'd be awesome if someone went into the building uh, whenever they're back and just tapped him on the shoulder and said, oh, by the way, Jason, Kadarius Tony's here. And I don't know if you remember, but we drafted him in the first round, which means we want to at least see the ball near him. Would that be cool? Would that be too much to ask, Jay? If we can see that brown football that we throw, go near him. I don't think that'd be too much to ask. Oh, perfect. You already forgot what I said. Awesome. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, pal. Thanks for coming. The important thing is, people, we got to let this stuff out. We got to let it all out. We got to air out our frustrations. You know, this place is good for me, man. This podcast is good for me. As much as I love doing it for the people, it's also for me. It's a place where I can just go off and, and get it all off my chest and move on with my head held high. Because I'll tell you what, each one of these game-winning field goal losses we have make it harder and harder to be positive. 
All we got to do is grind from here on out. We got to grind to keep being positive and just try to do make something of this year, man. Like, don't just let it go by the wayside. Don't give up. Like, if this is another bad year for Joe Judge, I think he still goes a third year, but there's he's every loss, he's on the hot, hot seat. There's only so long you can be buying in on all this, you know, hot talk from Joe Judge if you're not seeing results on the field. It's gonna be time to pack your things soon, Joe. The fans are 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 a lot of them right now are targeting Jason Garrett. And when if Jason Garrett goes, which I really think he needs to. All eyes on Joe Judge. There's not going to be that Jason Garrett barrier you have in front of you right now because a lot of people are blaming him. The blame's going to start to shift, pal, because there's no excuse for all those penalties today, bottom line. All right, let's go to another Twitter question here from EF Diggs 87 Thanks for firing in your questions here, man. He had a lot to say, and I love that. Uh, so this is his tweet. We can talk about Judge calling a timeout to save one and a half yards when he was going to punt. He is not a good or smart head coach. He spits a good game for what we need to and want to hear, but he is clearly oblivious. Then he tweeted again, where was the DJ? Where was DJ and his RPOs? Why Judge punted on fourth and third on, on the Falcons' 43-yard line? Uh I'm going to answer those questions backwards, work my way back up, because that's the kind of guy I am. Why did Joe Judge punt on fourth and third on the Falcons' own 43-yard line? I'll tell you why. Because they are vanilla city. They still think it's 1980. They still think it's two. – I'll give them – they probably think it's like 2002. And they will never go for something like that. When all the good teams in the league are, all the teams that beat us are doing that. Let's try to do some of the things – that the other teams are doing that are doing better than us. Let's start to do those things and see if they'll work. Like that's the only thing that you can think of there. So that's why he he punted. That actually doesn't surprise me at all that he punted. Should he have punted? No. Was he 100% going to? Yes. And that's the bottom line. Where's DJ and his RPOs? Great question. Another great question. Where was, was DJ and his RPOs? Probably wherever Kadarius Tony was missing because they were working, I guess, too well against Washington. Can't do it again. That was working way too well. Garrett almost felt like he was going to keep his job. He's like, yo, I got to do something to get people yelling at me again. So he turned up the heat and completely forgot that the RPOs were working so well. Daniel Jones was making so many good reads. Where was the read op? Who knows? Daniel Jones was barely running the ball unless he scrambled. I mean, nothing like uh, things that were working last week. When you put up the highest amount of points that you've scored, those things were working. Build on those things. Don't forget about them. Don't go away from what works. But they did. <sighs> okay, let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, the only the last one was or Joe Judge calling a timeout to save one and a half yards when he was going to punt. They wasted all their timeout management. Brutal. Joe Judge. Brutal timeout management. Like, we were in no position there to win the game because you had no timeouts. You had one at the end of the game. And you blew some in the first half, too. 
brutal timeout management and brutal penalty calls. So when those two things are happening, that's when you start to get a little bit nervous about mm, the whole head of coaching thing, right? It's like, are you just talking shop here, Joe? Or are we going to finally see this team you've been talking to us about? You've been telling us this. We're buying into everything you're saying, pal. But the results don't match the vocals. Ah, the good old saying, they like to say, actions speak louder than words. Joe Judge has a lot of words, not so much action. I just don't really know where to go from here, too, as a fan. I don't really know where to go from here. Uh, I mean, I was trying to tweet about only good things that were happening in the game, but then it was halftime and they were down 7-6. The usual story. Outplaying them the entire first half and being down 7-6. The usual story. What's new at this point? I mean, I've seen this movie a million times. A million. Oh. I mean, some positives here in the game. Kadarius Tony did get his first catch. Uh, drinking a little water. It was good to see Kadarius Tony at least get one catch. And then he got another play. And I guess he did too well on that play. And then they just completely stopped throwing to him. But it was good to see him at least touch the football. So please can we build on that? Another positive was Daniel Jones absolutely running over a D tackle on the other team and getting that two-point conversion. I mean, what a run. Like, why are we not calling plays more? where he's running. I know we're afraid of him fumbling, but he was making so many good read option uh, reads and so many good RPO reads. Like, ah, frustrating. But that was a great run by DJ. Saquon Barkley finding the end zone again. It's great to see him first time since 2019. It's good to see him get in the end zone. Like he's slowly building his way back up, it seems like, to trying to get back to form. You know, there's still a lot he's got to clean up with his runs. There's a little too much dancing. Like when there's not a hole, you got to hit it. You got to sometimes just lower your shoulder and get as many yards as you can. And there's a lot of dancing. Uh, So, but I mean, finding the end zone, having some good grabs too, Saquon. That's a good thing to see. You know, coming away from this game still healthy. Kenny Galladay still healthy. I was hoping from a bigger game from him. He still had some great plays, though. Honestly, though, another good thing that I really, really loved was Aziz Ajalari getting his first strip sack and his third sack of the year. I mean, listen, we're not we're not getting too much pressure on the quarterback. We're not getting enough, I think. There was a tiny, tiny bit more, but we're not getting enough at all. Uh, it was good to see Aziz get back there, though, and, and and make a play on the football like that. He's got three sacks in three games. At this rate, that's 17 sacks. And that's quick math, people. That's quick math. Didn't mean to just lay that out there like that, but 
That'd be 17 sacks on a season, and we'd really love that. But, I mean, there's more we need to do. Uh, there's something I was thinking about. I think I saw, like, an article maybe about it, too, was trading for Jamie Collins on the Lions because I feel like they're going to be sellers. They're also 0-3. Uh, if the Giants plan on trying to make a run, I think we got to bring somebody in who can who can bring some life to this pass rush because it's really not enough. There's not enough of it at all. There's too many clean pockets. So I'd love to see them make a trade for a guy like Jamie Collins. I feel like it'd be a good deal. I mean, you know, I, he's not amazing, but he's a guy who in the right system could be electric. So let's, let's, uh, that's one thing that I just wanted to fire out there, you know, see how people feel about it. But long story short, long story shirt. I just want to thank you guys for reaching out to people who ask questions, you know. Love to just chat it up and and shoot it out. So EF Diggs 87, thanks for reaching out. Danny Bags, thanks for reaching out. My guy DB. It's just good to hear from people. Uh you know, it's hard to do this podcast in times like this, man. Like I actually needed to give myself like a clean 45 minutes after that game and just sit with myself, sit with my thoughts. And then I was ready to do this. It's it's tough though. I, I can't lie to you. To you guys, it's a very tough start to the season. This is clearly not the way we wanted to start. Oh, and three, man. I was asking for two and one to start the year to finally get some juice, finally kind of start off the season on the right foot, and not be fighting back as we, as we often are, constantly fighting from behind. But who knows? Who knows where we look now? Who knows what we do? Uh, but I do know that things have to change. And those will kind of be my, you know, my final words here, my any last words. Things absolutely need to change. And I think it starts by firing Jason Garrett. That's what I'll say. I don't know if that's going to solve all of our problems, but I know that that's where we should start. Jason, you, you tried your best, but we got to move on. It's not working out. That's our first step. And once we take that step, we evaluate the next one. But let's worry about the first one. So that's really my any last words here, people. Listen, keep your heads up as hard as it is. Every loss makes it even harder. But we got to keep fighting and we got to keep rooting, man. It's the fans' obligation to stick around and root their hearts out no matter what through thick and thin. And we got to just hope they can turn the season around. Let's just hope, people. I love you all. Good night. <laughs>